welcome to this episode of Marvelous Moss Talk. I'm your host, Marcella Zimmerman, and I'm joined today by Monica Cunanan. Hello. Yvette Eric. Hi there. And Dina Artizani. Hey there. As always, this podcast is brought to you by MarvelousMassTravels.com, where we're creating marvelous memories one family at a time. Today, we'll discuss our favorite tips for Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. Hello. So I did Halloween Horror Nights this year, guys. <laughs> I don't know why that's such a big deal, but I haven't done it at all. And I'm actually really proud of myself. I did it and I survived. Um, and if you listen to these and you've heard me over the years, gripe and complain that I was too much of a chicken to do it but I'm still here and you're gonna go back right I am because now I have a kid that wants to go back so that's one reason <laughs> I had to go because I had to go check it out and see if it would be okay for her so I do want to discuss some of our favorite tips because I do feel like especially like for myself as a first timer I leaned a lot on you Monica going into the parks and kind of knowing what to do and the strategy to like really utilize the most of your time because you are there for several hours, but you want to make sure that you're able to do everything on your list that you really want to get done, you know? No, totally. I understand. It can be overwhelming, especially if you have never been and you go online and you see how everybody is talking about it. It can be a little intimidating um to even know what you're walking into so what would be your biggest tip that you could offer somebody so you definitely have to go in with the plan um hence why having a planner is helpful and i know you girls got to see my little chart that i made for you but you have to know what it is you're really wanting to accomplish in your night um and make sure to kind of do the things that you need in order to make it happen. You know, there's 10 houses, the scare zones, the food, the shows, there's so much to do in that time. Um, And this event is one of the biggest events of the year. So it gets very busy, even on the weeknights. Um, So I guess the first thing I would want to say is like, look and see what are the houses, what are the houses this year that interest you most, um, you know, kind of see where they are outlined in the map, because you're going to want to have a game plan for where to even start, um, you know, with those houses. Um, then my first thing would be is, you know, financially, can you guys have an express pass or an RIP, because that will kind of guide what you're going to do if you can have those things. Yeah, I think the express pass is definitely the way to go. I mean, the when we went, um, I, I think we were timing it. I mean, it, it probably took maybe each house less than, than 10 minutes. Um, it was just, yeah, we'll never do it, do <laughs> um, HHN without it. And, you know, but obviously not everybody can afford it. So you definitely need to, you know, um, kind of research a little bit more, kind of figure out what your game plan is, what, you know, which houses are, are a must. Yeah, because usually with the Express, it's um, very similar to like when you're in the regular park, whatever that posted time is for that house, you can expect your Express line to be 
half that and sometimes even faster. So these houses can get, you know, 80 minutes long. And then before you know it, if you're there standing that long in these lines, you're only getting a handful of houses, if that, by the end of the night. Um, so express pass is definitely a way to like rest assured that you're going to get through all 10 houses. Um, if you're a little bit bougie like me and can convince your husband into buying the RIP tour, that's for sure the way to go because that's going to give you front of the line. You basically skip that standby line. You skip the express pass and your tour guide is going to walk you straight to the entrance. That tour guide gives you um, all the history of the house and what the storyline is. And that's not something you get standing out there in the line. So if you're into Halloween and you like that backstory, they get you that you get right through that house and, you know, on to the next one. And you can even do the houses multiple times whenever you're on your tour, if you want to as well. What else is included in the, the RIP? Is there like snacks or food or? Oh yeah. So when you arrive um, and get all checked in, they have, you kind of get to go in their main area and it's cool because you're looking down at all the regular standby guests at the gate and you get to see that massive crowd. And I'm telling you the crowd of people waiting to release is like way back past the universal ball. Like it was crazy to kind of look down upon that. But once you're all checked in, they take you, um, you get to have a meal. Um, it's a, actually a bunch of like finger foods items. Um, they will take you also throughout your whole evening in these secret little like hidden bar spots that are just for RIP tour. So I um, remember going over and getting to go behind the scenes in this building. And I'm like, where is this guy taking us? But then set up in one of the offices, there was just a, a little bar. Now, of course, you have to pay for your alcoholic drinks. But it was really cool because instead of us having to go out to the regular booths and the bars where everybody else is, we had our own private little bar everywhere we went to just stop and grab a drink and keep on moving. And we could sit and relax um, and see some, you know, behind the scenes areas that you don't really ever get to get. That's actually really um, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So many options with HHN. They do it right. Oh, and also the RIP tour, you're going to get the priority seating for the show. So I definitely suggest seeing the Nightmare Fuel. Um, it's amazing and gets better and better every year that they kind of update it. But if you're at the park and you're just, you know, regular guest, you have to get to that show at least 30, 40 minutes I was before just it starts. Say that. Yeah, or you want, might not even get in. But your RIP tour guide, he just walks you straight up there um, past everybody and they get you centered right in the middle, middle in front of the stage with the best viewing. Um, and you didn't even have to to wait to get that seat. So it's um, definitely worth the price that, that comes with it. But it is an add-on It's to the ticket. So you have to buy that as well as your ticket. You can do a private tour, um, you know, or you can do a non-private and kind of get partnered up with some strangers and make new friends. And these are tickets that we do need to purchase ahead of time, right? Because they do tend to sell out. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, the orange for the rip orange. for the rip tours and for the express passes, all yeah. of that stuff, right? Yep. Definitely. And, you know, you want to look at getting them early because as the event grows and they, you know, gain more business, I've seen the prices go up. Those express passes might be, you know, one price at the beginning of the season. And then as it gets closer to the date, it's even higher. So you want to kind of commit to that early, not just for the fact of getting them because they sell out, but you can get a better price that way too. That's a really good point. Yeah. And, and those that are, um, seasoned with with Halloween Horror Nights, they're they're purchasing these tickets in the summertime, right? When, when are they usually released? So when yeah, it, is, it is usually midsummer that the event opens up. Um, and then they've got you can get them, you know, through your agent. Um, you can decide in the last minute while you're there to get them. Um, but that's only if Universal decides to like open more up. Um, when we just went, all of us went as agents recently, there was a few agents that didn't get them. And so like the day before they kept checking with guest services, trying to get them and they weren't there and they weren't there. And then about an hour before the event opened, Universal opened up some more passes last minute that people could buy. Um, so sometimes you can get lucky and on the day of buy it. Um, they do have another pass that you can consider that's a shortened pass where you can only use it at 11 p.m. all the way to closure, which is two. And that is kind of the prime time where the wait times start going down because people get tired and start going home. So that's like plan C, if you will, and <laughs> um, trying to get the houses done is get one of those abbreviated passes. Definitely. I know for us, uh, so I, I was lucky enough to go uh, in the beginning of October and with some girlfriends and stuff and um, came home, talked about it with my husband and, and my kids. And so now we're we're going um, on the 29th, right before Halloween. And it's a little bit more pricier, but I just, I don't know, we're we're ready to splurge. I, I, I know it's going to be crowded. So that, that was my condition. I'm like, if we're going to go, we're going to go with Express. So um, definitely, uh, I think they're sold out now. <laughs> so we kind of got it in the nick of time. So um, definitely, they're still available, um, probably for, for other dates and stuff. But, um, you know, it's not too late to 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 be um addicted like like monica and me <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah like, we'll be there again next year and then i'm gonna have a better plan i'm gonna make sure as soon as they go on sale i buy my tickets and then you know um kind of you know so i'm not spending you know all at once just kind of get my express passes or the rip tour um you know but yeah it's definitely um something um i never thought i would be uh brave enough to do and honestly I just I was telling my husband because he's he's not really into horror movies or or and you know scary stuff I'm like it's the artistry I know and this sounds so weird but when you're walking into these houses I, I'm look I'm like seriously looking at I, I feel like I'm on the set of some of these movies you know with stranger <laughs> things or no seriously like I, I just feel like I'm there I'm like oh my gosh it just so um, I, I was able to convince him. I'm like, it's not all blood and, and gore. I mean, some of it is and stuff, 
But, you know, there are some areas where you're just like, this is actually, they really did a good makeup job or, you know, the set is just phenomenal. You really feel like you're on, on, you know, uh, you know, at, within the, the TV show or the movie of it. It's just crazy. So, yeah, you sound like me. So I basically elect to be the line leader and sometimes my kids um because yes I bring my kids my youngest is 11 and she's been going since she's nine and she loves it but I go like really slow and I'm looking at all the details and I'm like oh McKenna look at this and she's like go mom go and like pushing me I'm like <laughs> I'm like no you gotta like absorb this and appreciate it <laughs> I'm like totally yeah. dorking, out, dorking out inside <laughs> just they, they they really do a great job they they put so much work into it you can see just every little detail I mean even um you know one of the the scariest ones for me was the uh, the um the exorcist <laughs> and then I'm just like oh but I would not was on that one <laughs> <laughs> it was, but they they were like working with from somebody said that they they had details of the movie before the movie even came out and they were building you know the the HHM set as the movie was was about to be really so I thought that was really cool how much research they do and how um, involved they get in. So it's just um, I I could appreciate that. Again, I'm I we do not like horror movies whatsoever, but there's just something about, you know, the scare zones and, you know, the um, just, every, you know, the 10 houses. It's just it, it to me, it's cool. You, you know, I. I look at it that way instead of being, you know, <laughs> instead of freaking myself out, I guess. So when I think like that's how I got through most of the houses because I was so fixated on looking around mm -hmm. rather than looking at the scare actor or yes. you know, waiting for them to come out. And I was a little pissed at myself because I didn't see the dragon in Dueling Dragon. <laughs> and I feel like that's the one thing like I wanted to see and I still didn't see it. But, um, oh gosh, he he was up above and he was I know. beautiful. That was one of the. <laughs> yes. I was like, that's the pretty house. Um, and actually, just yeah. talking about that house, like little tips that you learn, like you just wouldn't know. So that one is an interactive one where you can like choose your fate. So you go down either the ice side or the fire side, and so your ending of the house is like going to be different depending which path you go and. I heard um, that if you see Merlin um, and the path that you chose, like supposedly you won the house. So I just oh, think it's fun. creative that they like come up with, you know, that fun little stuff for us too. Oh yeah. We well, could talk about the details of these houses all night long, but um, <laughs> I guess I, we were, we kind of were talking about um, how to like take advantage of them, right? A little bit faster. So <laughs> Pick, yeah. your, pick, pick, your, so, pick your favorite um, houses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I go ahead. Say, so, um, coming from someone that hates, hates, hates haunted houses, because I grew up going to those that like literally you, you were touched and like attacked while you were walking through the hallways. And it used to scare the, you know what, out of me. But these, what I love about these houses, you are totally immersed, yet no one touches you. <laughs> but I mean, yes. you're so involved in these houses. You're so, I mean, yeah, you have a little scare factor, but it's a fun scare factor. And so you have that mindset going through, like everything is so scary, but you know, you're not going to get messed with. And mm -hmm. I think that's really important for people to know, because I grew up with those kind of haunted ha houses that 
you did get messed with. I know that sounds weird. And I come from, you know, an era that I guess they did that. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. these, I, that's what I love about these haunted houses. They're so well done. They're, you're literally feel like you're in a movie, you know, set and you're immersed in the actual subject, the themed house, but you're not getting messed with. <laughs> True. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing for the scare zones too. Like if that's also something that you're scared yeah. of is they're not going to touch you. And in all honesty, I love the scare zones. Like those were, I think that for me was not the best part because I did like some of the houses, but like I enjoyed people watching in those zones. Yeah. Those are, it's fun though. I mean, there's so much to see and I have so many pictures and little video vignettes of they're coming up to my camera, you know, like faces. It, it they really are fun to walk through. And again, you're immersed in those too. All the characters and such. Well, I think another thing that they did really well too this year, and I feel like this is also another tip, is like the tribute store. I do think that like you should go look at it. And I know Monica had mentioned earlier, like going to go look at it prior to ATSM starting. Um, but that tribute story in itself is also, it carries its own storyline. Like this year, the, the comic is what you stepped into. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Universal goes above and beyond whenever they build those tribute stores. I love their tribute stores. That's probably one of my favorite things out of, out of HHN. Is <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the shopping. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely have to spend a lot of time in there because they have so many um, rooms to walk through and you've got to take your pictures and, of course, the shopping. Um, but I do like to do it before Halloween Horror Night event starts because I spend so much time in there that I don't want it to like take away from my haunted house time. So we like to um, make sure that we're there at the park during the day, um, you know, in the morning, I go ahead and get my shopping and my tribute store done while I'm waiting on stay and scream. Which I guess we could talk about stay and scream. Um, uh, so <laughs> if you are a guest that doesn't have an RIP guide or express passes and you want to get a head start on um, Halloween Horror Nights. Um, The event technically starts at 6 p.m., but if you are already in the park um, for your regular Universal Day and you're in there before 5 o'clock, you are allowed to get into the loading zones, which they have different zones set up in different areas of the park, which are basically like holding cells to release you into the houses right when they open. And a lot of people don't know this, but they have houses that open before six. So like Stranger Things opened at 515, Mm -hmm. Exorcist opened at 530. So if you can be in the park beforehand and just pick your favorite area, which has the houses you really want to see, go get loaded in that loading zone around 330 is when people start loading up. Um, you can really get a jump start on all those people that are out at the gate. Um, and I had basically four houses done this year before the main gate had even released out to the regular start time, which was like a huge jump start 
um, for the night. Like I felt good come eight o'clock. I had already had half of the things I wanted done. So I was able to like relax a little bit more and go eat the food and go watch the show or go play over and um, with the deaf theaters and look for the Megans, all the fun stuff without feeling like, oh, I got to rush to the next house. So stay and scream is like very big uh, encouraged on my end. I did it without express passes and I've also done it with express passes um, to get that head start. So once you're done with, you know, like your favorite houses and stuff, you guys mentioned um, the scare zones and the Megans where, and then we, we didn't mention um, the, um, the death eaters. So that's another good show as well. Like, what would you um, like, do you guys know if there's certain times to, to, to be watching for those things or um, what would your plan be for that? So with the Megans, it's like the biggest secret of the year and nobody knows exactly when they're coming out. You know, everybody caught an idea of where they show up, but they're a flash mob. So flash mobs are supposed to be unpredictable. So it's not something you're going to find on the app telling you when the Megans are going to be there. So, you know, I hung around over in um, Mel's Dinan area because I knew that was a location for about 45 minutes one night didn't catch them. Um, and then checked out the Chucky area. That's their other location. Didn't catch them. And I just, you just have to kind of get lucky or have that patience, um, to wait on them. And they, I did t- talk to the cast member cause I did finally catch them one night at Chucky's and they try to do at least six pop-ups, um, throughout the whole night. And they're about, you know, an hour to an hour and a half apart. You just got to figure out, you know, where they're going to be. So they're a little hard to catch. Um, Death Eaters, though, you can actually start seeing them before Halloween Horror Nights even starts. So that's another little helpful tip, I guess. If you're already in the park before it starts and you're not ready to go load up in the stay and scream yet, you can go back there and you can go ahead and catch them while the sun is still up and get like good pictures of them before night falls. Um, but I would still go back mm-hmm. there when the, when the, the sun goes down because it makes it, you know, spookier. Um, yeah. But they're, they're like on repeat back there doing a little show. And after they get off the show, they kind of like run out into the crowd and they disappear into the alleys and then, they do little pop-up shows down in there and then they, they just kind of do that on repeat. So if they're not on the stage, when you walk back there, they're probably running around in the alley. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, hang out for 20, 30 minutes and they'll be back up there again. Yes. And definitely my, my advice is bring your wands. They'll interact with you. So, yes, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, that's just something that, you know, cool that they, I, I don't, I don't think they have that last year. So that's another added bonus is being able to, uh, you know, go into, you know, to, to be able to interact with them and um, get great videos, get great photos. Um, you're right. It's got that spooky, eerie kind of feel to it. So it's um, it's good stuff. And then I would also say go early. So like kind of like where you said go during the day or well, like there's still sunlight out. So I did not have express pass the very first time that I went. And after I was done with my first house, I went in there. So it must have been pretty close to opening time. 
and there was there was hardly anybody in there. So that was kind of the good thing because I did go later on in the in the evening and it was like packed. So that also makes a difference too. Yeah, so you have to definitely put that in, you know, your plan is that, but don't miss the Nightmare Fuel show. It's in the back. Um, they do like, I think, four or five showings a night, like same kind of thing. Every hour and a half, there's a new show starting, but it is something you want to get there at least 30, 40 minutes before showtime to get in the line because it is so popular because it is that good that you try to show up for a show right when it's about to start, there's not going to be any more seats left for you. Good point. Mm-hmm. Unless you have that RIP and you get to walk in there with your pinky up and be like, ha my seat's saved. <laughs> <laughs> I think another good one is to eat. I mean, to eat, <laughs> um, but you know, like eat during. You can you can eat before, but also eat during HHM because there's a lot of items that are not normally offered that are only offered during Halloween Horror Night. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Like my family is the type where they have to have like one really good meal a day when we're on vacation. Now I can snack all day, but they like feel like they have to like sit down and have this full course meal at least once a day. But I don't want that interfering with Halloween Horror Night time. So usually we're doing like a late brunch, early lunch. Um, I really like going to Finnegan's and it's right there in the New York area, which is the holding zone this year that I wanted to be in. So I just made a 12 o'clock lunch, and by the time we were done, I was ready to go get loaded up um, for the evening to get started. And then as we were hungry through the night, we just snacked on, you know, all the foods and treats that they offer because they have little booths everywhere and have some, like, really creative, fun things to try. I think one last thing to bring up is if you do want to dress not only weather appropriate, but you do also want to dress park appropriate. For this event too. Yeah, a lot of people go all out still, like even though, you know, they say no costumes, you know, they don't want to confuse anybody with an actual like scare. You can't wear a costume, but you can get really creative and like cosplay and, you know, look like a Chucky doll, even though you're not wearing, you know, the Chucky outfit, um, which can make it, you know, really fun. Or, you know, just go in the tribute store and get one of their cool shirts that they're offering. Um, but yeah, you want to be comfortable and, you know, you can have fun with it. Just you can't go overboard or they will not allow you in and you got to go change. <laughs> yep, I saw a lot of people with light up ears and they were so adorable where they, they were little demons or their, you know, little cat ears that were lighting up. Um, you definitely can you know, be cute and, you know, put little whiskers on and stuff or, you know, um, but yeah, a lot of people, um, lots of, uh, cool shirts with, with the different, um, houses and stuff. So, um, you know, yeah. In the tribute store, they actually had a lot of them. They were really cute. Yeah. A lot of options. Mm -hmm. I mean, be cute, but not to where you're uncomfortable cute. Like, don't right. wear, like, your your wedges or your heels because you're going to want some really comfortable sneakers on because you're jumping even, 
<laughs> you're walking. You're walk. Yeah, you're walking. You are walking. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're walking. You're walking, but you're done. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're probably running too. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know about you, but like we have like the straight up conga line when we are in a house, so we're like fully attached to each other, one by one doing the conga and I've got my mm-hmm. little one stepping on my feet the whole time. So <laughs> you want to be prepared for that. <laughs> one of the things that I uh, regret not bringing is um, just having like a mini backpack or something. Cause you want to, um, if you end up buying things, you know, uh, you don't want things in your hand, you know, if you're done with, you know, your souvenir cup and you, you know, you can, and your wand and any accessories definitely have something that that could you know hold your stuff still Speaking be comfortable of su- souvenir cups um one thing to mention too is they do have the little stands that offer drinks but if you want to go to like a real bar they have in the back the um Holland Horror Night Peacock Bar which is a full service bar and you can get that fun blinky cup and if you mm-hmm. plan on drinking all night, it can be nice because once you buy the cup, then drinks afterwards are like a little bit cheaper. So I've got my blinky cup downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to close it out there. Okay, just remember when I'm done talking, time to throw in your head and then say bye. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for coming on and sharing your favorite tips for Halloween Horror Nights. And I would also like to thank you as well for listening to this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Be one of the first to know when a new episode has been released. If you'd like to get in touch with one of the agents featured on today's show or any other agent from Marvelous Mouth Travels to plan your next Universal Studios vacation, please visit our website, www.marvelousmousetravels.com. I'll provide a link in our show notes, as well as a way to get in touch with one of the ladies featured on today's show. We hope you have a marvelous week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.